Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grip Lock Foundation Disc Golf Weekly Podcast. I'm Hunter, joined as always by Trevor and Connor. Hey. We are getting very close to the end of the season here. Um, we had a silver event. We're going to talk we're about scared. the Discmania Open just went down this past weekend. MVP happens this upcoming weekend. Then we got U.S. Women's. Then we got USDGC. Then we got the Tour Championship. And then the Battle for Bedford, and that's it. That's the whole touring season. Here's the thing, though. What's the thing? Off-season grip locked is going to happen. Yeah. And off-season grip locked is a dang good Kicking time. It's a good time. We're getting close to the grippies. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I did see where someone nominated the Swanky Disc Golf Survivor Series for a grippy. Oh, okay. I don't know. I guess the best disc golf game show. Maybe. That's never existed. We'll so. just think through it. Uh, we're going to kick it off with a Patreon question of the week, go over the Discmania Open, talk about Trevor's trivia, and we then talk about it. Um, we can talk about Trevor's trivia. We won't do it, but we'll talk about it. Um, and then <laughs> we'll get some thoughts on this new MVP Simon Line release and the way they went about it. And that'll be the show. Um, not a lot to talk about, but we'll find a way to make it an hour. We That's always we do. do. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by FoundationDiscs.com, specifically our monthly subscription box. That's Heck right. Yeah. We have a three-disc monthly subscription box. It's three premium discs plus a swag item each and every month for only $45. Um, you can either sign up for monthly or you can pay for 12 months up front and save yourself a little bit of money as well this has over 21 five-star reviews everyone has been loving oh, yeah. it and it's because we put a lot of thought and effort into the theme of each box um i was explaining this on instagram live but people get scared sometimes with mystery boxes that basically what you're going to be getting is just our leftovers the discs that are sitting on our shelves that we've had for months or years that don't sell and that's not the case for us. For example, this month's box A is our most best value box yet, coming in at the value a little bit over $70. I think it's pushing $75 value once you factor in the swag items and everything. We work specifically with a manufacturer for this box. We're very excited about that. And we bought all every disc that goes in this box, we bought specifically this month for this box. You're not getting anything that's just chilling on our shelf. And that's what we try to do each and every month. We're placing orders to fill these boxes specifically. We're thought out, planned out months in advance. You get a little theme card that explains why we picked the disc that we did, um, how we feel about these discs, what we expect them to do for you. Uh, you know, we've had underrated boxes. We've had a Trevor box, a Brody box. You've got signed discs, custom stamp discs, all kinds of stuff. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can head over to foundationdiscs.com. And right on the homepage, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see more information about the monthly subscription box. And you can sign up now. There is only about 25 spots left for this month. We pushed it this month. We opened it up pretty wide. And over the first 10 days, the response has been incredible. And we're down to only about 25 spots. So if this is something that's piqued your interest, this is a great month to hop on. We have a lot of really cool boxes planned for the rest of this year and into next year already. Um, and like I said, only 25 boxes left. So head over to foundationdiscs.com. And if you don't want to pick up a monthly subscription box, there's a lot of discs being added to our recently restocked collection as well. And let them know in the comment section of your order that Griplock sent you. And you might even get a little free sticker in there Ooh, if we still have some sitting on the shelf. Critics, so. critics are saying these boxes are very fun. That's, very what, fun. that's what the critics are saying. So think critics about what people saying. who like the boxes are yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to start the show off with a little Patreon question of the week. Like we oh, do let's each hit them with every it. Week. If you're wondering where this is coming from, it's from patreon.com slash foundation disc golf. These are all Heiser Club members. That's what we call our patrons. And each week they get to submit it's, questions. They're our family members. They are family. Yeah. Um, they get to submit questions and we answer each and every question on the show called the Heiser Club Mailbag. And our Heiser Club recently has gotten fully redone with our customer experience expert, Jason, at the Heck helm yeah, now. Jason. Um, we've got an incredible response from him taking it over because 
Everything you wanted and more is being fulfilled now with the Heiser Club. We've got behind-the-scenes vlogs going down almost weekly. We've got, obviously, the weekly podcast. We've got exclusive monthly videos. We've got access to the Heiser Club store. They just got recent recently, they just got early access to the um, certified used discs. So a lot of the discs from our videos got bought up by our Heiser Club members first before it hit the public. Um, we also just got unboxings on there. Jason's posting like behind the scenes pictures. He's doing a phenomenal job. Um, and if you want to see what I'm talking about before you actually join, you can get a seven day free trial. So you can head over to patreon.com slash foundation disc golf and get a seven day free trial and join the Heiser club and be like Esteban Garcia, who asked what I think is one of the more fun questions in the mailbag history. Um, and we're going to answer it here, which is in each of your own opinions, who are disc golf's goat, boat, coat, dote, and moat. I love this. So we're going to start with the goat, the greatest of all time. Um, who is it? Paul McBeth. Yeah. Larry, the cucumber. Oh, why is that? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Silly songs with Larry just always gets me in a disc golfing mood. That's (laughs) (laughs) no, probably Paul. You're a sick Paul and, uh, probably Paul and Kristen. (laughs) I would say, (laughs) I'd say probably Paul and (laughs) Paul and Kristen. Uh, there was actually a recent debate between Yuli and Brody yeah, of the Kristen V that. page. And in Yuli's defense, every point he's making is right. So it, there's That's a well-argued point. There's a lot of people who I don't think would, because um, realistically, if we want to go greatest and then the boat, the next is the best of all time. You could easily put Paige Pierce in the goat and put Kristen Tar in the boat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the, because what Kristen's doing, and this is what Yuli was saying has been done before and it, it yes it's against a deeper field now watching Kristen do it but it's not like Paige was going against a bunch of nobodies like yeah Katrina Allen has been rough this year yeah Sarah Hokum is not the player she once was but Paige was battling people she had Valerie Jenkins at one point in her career too obviously Kat at her prime Sarah Hokum at her prime Lisa Fakus used to be up there too she was battling people so it wasn't like she was beating up a bunch of nobodies mm-hmm. like the Climo argument yeah um and she Dang, was dude. winning heard of ron russell bro i have roofing he does roofing um so oh, he man. does roofies. he's a roofer yeah <laughs> he doesn't do roofies no <laughs> roofing um but page page had stretches similar to what we're seeing from Kristen, and she has the accolades to back it up it, the goat argument if you go the accolade route which is brody's response then you got to go ken climb over paul or you can just say like who is the greatest to ever touch a disc and that's where i think the argument shifts towards Kristen. Mm-hmm. and so brody actually put a tweet out where he said if you think page is greater than Kristen, then you think ken climb is greater than paul and his yeah. point behind that was if you're using the only thing that Kristen doesn't have yeah, that similar has, is the accolades People were responding like, whoa, 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 whoa. Paige did it in a much tougher era, blah, blah, blah. And Brody was like, that's not what I was saying. I was just saying, if you think accolades trumps all, then you think Ken Climo trumps Paul. Now, I would say Brian. the only difference between those two is that the Paul and um, and Ken eras were much more spread apart. They're much farther apart. And also, Ken was 12 years and Paul was, I mean, he was, he was for a while as well, but like, it's just, we have a lot. Climo was more than 12. Well, yeah, yeah, nine straight. He got 12 world titles. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I'm, I'm, you're right. You're right. Um, but I was thinking like, um, whenever it comes to Paige and Kristen, it's just like, it was kind of like, it was last year and then like, it was well, this year. And like, I so we don't, the, and, and also like Paige isn't like Ken was to the point to where he was old enough to where like, he couldn't really compete anyway. And, but Paige is still 
pretty yeah. much in her athletic prime. So that I it, think is the key. Yeah. Is is when Paul came along, Klima was kind of towards the end. Yeah, of yeah. his career, so we didn't and get Paul to see a young. prime Klima versus prime Macbeth. Yeah, we kind of have seen prime Paige versus prime. Christian. But just for one season, though, really. Realistically, so yeah. a season you can change season to no. season, and that's the other thing about the goat argument is Klima's career is done. He's set yeah. the stage. Mm-hmm. Paul's one major away from tying that stage. Um, Paul already has a lot of accolades. Paige's career is not done. Neither no. is Kristen's. So Paige could come back next year. I think the whole argument would be different. If, flip it on its head. If mm-hmm. Paige Pierce would have, I think Kristen kind of burst onto the scene in 2019. Um, and I want to say that's when Paige won her last <laughs> world title. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did she I'm win not sure. I, I think it was around that time because she run every other from the first certain amount of years there. She has five, right? Yeah, because Kat won 2021. And there's none in 2020. I think she won 2019. In any case, if she had dipped out and, and retired in 2019, this argument would look a lot different because all mm-hmm. we would know, and, and let's just assume that she was older, and that's why. Yeah. So we're not even thinking when well, she just bowed out early or she had gotten hurt or whatever. Um, this argument would look a lot different because all we would be doing then is being like, well, Paige was dominant for this long. Now yeah. Kristen's dominant, but there's no Paige here anymore. Yeah. And, you know we can't erase what she did and we never saw them play each other a bunch like the argument would look a lot different the problem is there's been so much overlap that it, it just is a really tough look that's for Paige's the, yeah. when, legacy when you're seeing Kristen destroy her yeah but when also sorry no continue. to be fair as well like a prime is not just defined by your um your athletic you know ability it's also just are you playing your best golf um and it's Kristen's pretty, in her prime. Pretty easy to say that yeah. Paige is not playing her. Best well, that's golf. what I was gonna say. Was with, so, with Climo, his kind of abilities became a little outdated eventually, yeah. because I mean he didn't have a forehand. Like like things were things were just changing a lot. Game. Yeah. And and so Paul had the newer abilities, but Paige's abilities aren't outdated. Like Paige yeah. still has all the. It was like really just became a mental battle. The good and that's Paige too is she can come back and, and recover exactly things. because if it's a, both yeah. careers were done right now. Mm-hmm. Kristen and Paige didn't play anymore. I would say Paige Pierce is the GOAT if both careers ended right now. The reason I would say right now Kristen Tatar is is because of the ceiling in the future. I think we're it, all signs point to another four yeah. years of Kristen dominance. Yes. And I think by we the end of that dominance, then there won't be really another argument. Well, and the yeah. thing but, is, I'd have to look back at what Paige was actually doing during her dominant seasons because I was following disc golf and I know she was winning a ton. And she was winning by a lot. But was she... Was it? I just need to look back because, like, what Kristen has done to the field this year is laughable. Like, it's there were several events that what what Paige has had that Kristen didn't was Paige had Cat, and there were tournaments where well, Paige and Cat were so far ahead. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. Kristen doesn't have a. She has Katrina Allen, but she doesn't have the Katrina. But Allen. it's tough to know like what that level is. Like, what is is. You yeah. know, is Holland Hanley playing at the level that they were playing at? Like we, and that's that's the difficult part. Is the you'll whole, never know. We'll never know. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we'll the only thing know. we can rely on for that is ratings, and we know how reliable that is. Now let's get to the True. boat. When is the ratings update? Is oh come tomorrow? on, let's tomorrow. get to the boat. So tomorrow, the boat Christmas might be a thousand. Ratings. The best of all time. I think this is the same answer as the goat. I think it's because that's how I perceive the goat question is like the best. Mm. That's so very like, interesting for your basketball argument. No, I think Michael Jordan's a better basketball player than LeBron James. I think LeBron James is a better athlete. Okay, all right. That's how I think of it. Okay. Um, the boat, best of all time. I still, I think Kristen Tatar and Paul McBeth. I think they're both the best players to ever pick up a frisbee. Now, I think the boat is something that will get overtaken multiple times because I think 
Gannon Burr has the ceiling to possibly be better than Paul ever was. I think Calvin Heimberg, too. Kristen, you know, there there is other players who are young and up and coming. Sayananda, possibly, who knows? Um, that could Haley King has a lot of ceiling that could overtake that. But right now, Paul and Kristen's my answer for the best of all time. Yeah, I would probably agree. Yeah, I yeah. would say Haley King is probably the most like athletic uh, FPO player I've ever seen. She throws somebody too. who who like has such smooth form and just like looks so athletic out there, but doesn't produce. I'm always sense. every. I always expect. Haley King to play way better than she does just because I know, I feel like she has a lot of potential in this like she's got a ripping forehand yeah. too. She has a lot of skills. Now the coat, the coolest of all time. Oh, the coat. Coolest of all time, baby. I like coat. um coolest I, of all I would time, say baby. as far as like MPO is concerned, it's probably still Paul only because he kind of actually set, whoa 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 what am I even saying right now it's not it's AB by I a knew, mile I was, I, when it, I'm so surprised you didn't say that on mailbag I didn't even think about and it and I was just I was just happy that you didn't so I didn't have AB, to be like Ugh. well AB is just a mini Paul whatever I feel like I Paul set the precedent Paul. for what cool is in disc I think I gotta go Paul just because not Paul, as cool as He's, Paul, Paul made disc Paul's ruining cool. it with those flower p- polos he's been he, wearing it is hurting his legacy he looks frumpy dude it is hurting his legacy they don't fit him well you know what I do that's very tough. That's I got to go with Double G then. Very tough. Another, another, <laughs> another guy who's very cool out there is with, Ezra. Ezra yeah, always looks very cool out there. Yes, he is a cool. Yeah. I'm going Michael Johansson. I'm going to address it. I think I, you know what? You're right. Paul, if Paul gets rid of those Oahu <laughs> throw up polos, then maybe I can come back to Paul. But it, it hasn't been good on him, man. It he hasn't. Needs to go back to that gray with the pink flowers is not his thing. Yeah, but you know everybody listening to this loves it. Though. I don't care. <laughs> it's I not don't it, care. for me. This is, it's the not coolest even the, of all time is subjective. It's you're right. Too, it's you're right. right. The you. patterns aren't even the worst part. I'm of me. trying it's to think fit. of who I think it's is like cool. your million. He needs to go back to the McCabe. Well, really, he needs to go back to that blue and white end of a polo that he was dominant in. I'll tell you who I'm talking about. I'll tell you who is cool. All right, I'll go AB. I gotta agree. I guess pro discus. Kevin jo- Kevin Jones. That's a good answer. But Kevin Jones not is, answer. Jones not is Kev- also just Kevin Jones is not my answer now. I think Kevin Jones is my answer in the mailbag. More so, actually. more so back whenever I didn't know who, know who Kevin Jones was, and I was just like, "Who is this guy?" Then I thought he was bro. cool, but I don't think he's cool anymore. You don't? No, nah, I don't. Really I think, think he cool. he still has that air to him. I, I think I've got. I think I've. I you think we've have now be been. Be cool. I think I've been exposed to too much of Kevin Jones, as in just like listening to him talk and seeing what he all these different things, and I just don't think he's that cool. Yeah. I do. I still like Kevin Jones. <laughs> I like him. I just don't um, think he's cool. Kirsten Tatar is the, the coat on the FPO side. Uh, mainly because she has a Nike yeah. deal and she was on that the cover of an sick. athletic we, magazine yeah, in Finland. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. sick. It's hard to beat that. It is yeah. hard to beat that. Um, the dote, decentest of all time. Matty Nate Sexton's my answer. Like, yeah, he's in Owens Goggins in the FPO. Yeah. But, but Nate, Sexton, Nate Sexton won, though. Yeah, but he's just his his but whole like, career that's was kind of what around. he's known for though is just being like his solid. whole yeah, career yeah. was just being he would show up coming sixth and he was happy with. It. I guess if you ask like what is Sexton golf, it's just like dec- yeah, play decent. That's well. how he won the tournament. He won <laughs> yeah. was just he played Sexton because like golf, really what it means is like it. consistent and safe. But yeah, yeah I guess that, that could golf. also be decent ish. He's just always gonna be decent. It's just like a little bit like it's. I feel like it's a little bit too rude. <laughs> well, you think decent? I don't want to. You consider decent an insult. I consider decent a compliment. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean it's it's of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because like he's he's never like, gonna play bad. If I were I to go, if, if I were to, decent, you're not. Gonna if be I were bad, to go right? a different direction, I would actually name a guy like Michael Johansson. Yeah, decent. 
It's yeah. fair too. Yeah. Or like I think Andrew Fish, most decent. Oh player yeah, of all time. that's a good one. I was that's thinking really like consistent. One. Like yeah, they're decent. They're just never great, never bad. Yeah. Okay. That's how. No, I, that that's how sense. I perceive sense. Is he's like he's never gonna do anything that blows your mind. On the upper echelon of decent. I think. Whereas like I think I'm I'm starting to kind of see you Connor's point where like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird I like, word. It's I like the Matty O argument just because I it's so funny that like it feels like so frequently you're watching lead card and then it's like all of a sudden they keep on cutting the clips of Matty O because they're like, he's been doing bad all weekend, but he's shooting the course record right now. <laughs> That's funny. Decent, man. Decent right. finishes for that guy. Yeah, yeah. Last one. This will just be MPO moat, <laughs> manliest of all time. We had a lot of trouble figuring out who this was. You Off know, of I looks, think Chandler Fry is a very manly looking I see, guy. I just disagree. Looking, looking. looking. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. He just has a goofy personality. He does. I very, have no idea. How to very I, goofy. I think this might be a controversial answer. Okay, I But I was wait. thinking about it post-mailbag during my pee. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. it hit me. Not pee thoughts. <laughs> pee thoughts. I think it might have to be Nico LaCastro. And now it's toxic masculinity. <laughs> but okay, okay. But <laughs> what? What? Like, think of who you wouldn't want to get in a fight with. Okay. The only name that comes up is Nico. I'm not gonna. I can't talk on this. That's segment. true. We all know why. I just. I think that. I'm I think a, it's I'm Nico LaCastro. Well, like the dude. The dude just. He's. He's shredded. He's always That's athletic. Debatable. Have you seen I like, this? I like your argument of saying tox. Adding toxic. Well, yeah, because I don't think it's a type of masculinity like modern day like. You know, Bro, I'm gonna take Nate and, Sexton, man, because he's a father, husband. That's that's a good answer too. <laughs> Sexton's a good answer for like a different masculinity. It's just when you think I of masculine, know, like if you th- picture it this way, <laughs> this is not picture gonna this go way. over you. No, bro. picture it this way. If you put Nico no, Castro, it's good. no, I think listen, what you're saying makes sense. If you put Nico Castro in a flannel, mm-hmm. he could be on the brawny paper towel roll box. Yeah, but like so could Dickerson, and like he's a nicer guy. <laughs> he's but, scared of flying though. Yeah. He what? <laughs> he's scared of flying though. <laughs> on, no, I just I feel like like Nico's got I don't know what the heck, dude. Nico's Shots got fired. that like manly air to him. Not the word I would. Use. I agree with you. No, whenever I, you get where I'm coming from, the word whenever I would, you, you don't say get where I'm from, he, I do, I, but it's just not as in like toxic manliness. Then yes, I would agree. I don't yeah. know, like using that word. It's gross, but yeah, yeah. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I need to stay out of this one. Mm-hmm. Trevor's scared of him. Which I, like, I think I think Trevor being so scared of him right now. As to my point, true. There's just a different word that comes true. to mind. Are you are you scared? <laughs> I'm not scared of someone who's not manly. Something about me. is that true? I don't know. I said it. Though. <laughs> I'm gonna, Wait, who's I'm your gonna, answer? I'm gonna bow. He went Sexton. I'm bowing. I went Nico. I'm going. Uh, I called I Nico that, the manliest of all time. You can't be upset. I like the Chanimal one. He's got a nickname that yeah, Chanimal, Chanimal, yeah, Chanimal, and also he's a big teddy bear. I think that I think that could be part of being. I think that. Like is like uh I don't know I feel like all the manly men I know, dude I had this one guy that used to cut my hair and he was freaking seven foot giant dude huge beard and like but and he looked terrifying he had tattoos all over him scary looking guy but then while I was cutting your hair he'd whisper in your ear and be like so man how's your family doing and so like I feel like that could be part he's the manliest man I've ever met I feel like Chandler could be like that all right there you go Chandler except for not whispering yeah, he's like goofy. Chandler Fry Nico Castro Nate Sexton so that's the Patreon question of the week that's a little glimpse <laughs> into what a, you can get on the mailbag that's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun those are very thought provoking questions thank you uh, yes the Discmania, my thoughts were provoked the Discmania Open went down this past weekend we Honor's had favorite tournament hit him with it Ella Hansen taking it down Dan Carey coming in second Juliana Corver coming in third and then on the MPO so side Kristen we had there. true um, we had Eagle McMahon taking it down to playoff over Isaac Robinson and then Gavin Babcock coming in third very good for the Discmania Open to have Gavin Babcock and Eagle in the top three 
something about. Mm, um, now they were there. Here's the thing. Controversy. MPO. <laughs> MPO. There was. I think there was a total of like fifty players on on Udisc. It's forty. Uh, FPO though, total of seven players. One inside the top twenty-five. Two inside the top forty. Being Ella Hansen, who's in hey, sixth. Hey, that's her first Pro Tour win, bro. Don't even. Juliana Corver in 27th. This is my question here. Okay. A silver event with seven FPO players just had pretty major implications for the Tour Championship standings with Juliana Corver jumping into it by 20 points now. <laughs> wow. At a silver event with seven players. Hey, wow. Only one of which is her competition in Ella Hansen. And. Ella Hansen was like pretty comfortably into the the silver the tour championship. Mm-hmm. How do we feel on that? How do I feel about that? Hey, just, I'm just asking a question. Those other players didn't want it bad enough, man. They could have been there. Sure, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> Connor, how do you feel? About Realistically, it? if you I'm have, interested in if what you, you had can to only say. get seven people in the field for a division, it probably shouldn't exist. Well, what about what about only that's, forty in an MPO division? That's also not in good. the modern. Yeah, I don't. I you. I we already like we already knew how we felt about this event. And let, listen, people came after us for the Rochester take. Roll the clip, Hunter. Remember? remember oh, let me. We all, find that all clip. of us said about. I'll play it. You know, let me just play it. This okay. is courtesy of Johnny. Let Disc me Golf. recap. Everybody, all of us said about the Rochester Silver event, how it was so dumb. Like players, we, not the event was dumb. It was the timing of the event. How it was right before Worlds. People were like, we were like, the reason pros don't want to play it is because of they want to practice Worlds. And everybody was like, thought that was the dumbest take ever. Everybody was like, yeah. you guys are so stupid. Let's listen hey, to Isaac let's Robinson. Listen to, let's listen to the world champions take on it. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Give a shout out to the... Rochester. Who you know, did I this? Signed up to play I, did, I, I did. really okay. wanted to play. But it was just, uh, you know, after D-Glow and getting here with, with two days, really a day and a half because it's a seven-hour drive yeah. um, to practice both courses. I just want to be better prepared for Worlds mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, kind of give it my all going into this week because it's a, it's a big week. And thank goodness for that. And thank goodness for that. Shout out Johnny Discolf for getting that clip and clipping it and posting it. Um, Corey Merle, Johnny Discolf, underrated work. That is uh, pretty interesting. But it's very interesting that the guy who won the tournament (laughs) agrees with us on that. That's that's why I want a precursor. The Dismania Open, it's awesome. Canadian event. That's cool. Nothing wrong with it. It's the timing of it that was dumb because... Let's look at... Sorry. You start... You're fine. You started the, the playoffs, and then you throw in a silver event that's giving away points during it. You know that a lot of people like aren't going to go there. Now, it, it you can always make the argument, hey, if you wanted it bad enough, you could have gone, I guess. Like some people probably have reasons they couldn't have been there, but like there is always that argument to be made, but it's silly to like to put this way out of the this this I won't say way out of the way. This slightly out of the way event, a silver event on the calendar and kind of like almost force people's hands of like, well, you don't have to go out to this this silver in Canada right in the middle of the postseason, but if you don't, it's going to cost you on the points. Yeah. Here's That's a little bit of a weird one. Playoffs and disc golf, first take. Playoffs and disc golf make no sense. They're very dumb. Playoffs don't exist in a sport like golf. <laughs> listen up and listen good. Everybody that doesn't sit make down sense. and listen to Hunter. <laughs> but, but if we're going to do this imaginary world of playoffs and disc golf, and there's going to be cuts, and it's going to be gonna. brutal, and the teeth are going to be out, and here's <laughs> a storyline, right, of once we're in the playoffs and it gets cut here, then we can't go playoffs at D-Glow, Pop out, Silver Event at Rochester, still popped out, Worlds, still popped out, Discmania Open. It's like points, points, points to all the people that didn't make the Silver Event. Now, people are getting into the Silver Event at the MVP Open, back into the playoffs. Yeah. Where the frick the storyline go? We just had like 15 crossing things. How are we supposed to follow that? I have a proposal. And then... 
Keep going. Playoffs Go happen at MVP. Go off. And now you get points there. And <laughs> then good. USDGC randomly doesn't count for points now. Because what? now now they're like, okay, well, this is too deep into the playoffs. So now no points here. And mm. then we're at the tour championship. And then you run an event that there's no way was profitable for the pro tour to spend time and energy going out there. They shot. Because <laughs> there's only 40 players, 47 players in the field, according to this UDISC I'm looking at. And you had to send your staff up there. You had to run a live broadcast during the kickoff of the NFL season. Spoiler alert, I didn't watch That's it. That's the best part is, is like during week one of the NFL season. You have a silver like, event that like at least it went to a playoff with Isaac and Eagles. So that was your redeeming factor there. That was fun. I watched that. Uh, but like who's really watching this on, on coverage? So you're not really gaining any DGN subscribers from that. You could have very easily just parked camp down at MVP got you you honestly would have got more money here's a hot take the dgn would have made more money had they live streamed the glitch world championship going on at the mvp <laughs> open course with simon lazat playing it than the disc mania open people would have watched crap out of that well that would have been a much easier and they sure could have tested a bunch of stuff that gatekeeper did okay I was gonna uh, say. but anyways the silver events if we're doing this whole playoff thing First off, silver events dumb. Second off, <laughs> if we're doing this whole playoff thing, and we're because again, the reason the reason I hate silver elite all of that is you're classifying the tour, right? So you have elite plus, you have playoff, you have pro tour event, and then you have silver, okay? And you're telling us which ones to care more and less about by doing that, whether you want us to or not. And you're telling us silver events are what we should care the least about. And yet, then when you post on social media, you're calling them all by the same name. And so you're saying Ella Hansen now a one-time Pro Tour champion when Owen Scoggins just won an eight tier that was way harder to win down yeah. in Texas. Let's talk about the Hawk Hollow Championship. Is that uh, what the thing was called? I don't know, something but like something like that. Parker Welk won too. Parker Welk won too. Come on. But you're telling us now, like trying to push it, like Ella Hansen just she beat seven people and zero of which is her actual competition. Yeah. I, um, which Ella Hansen, there's nothing she could have done about that. She showed up, she played, she won. I'm always That's that. But I, the Pro Tour could have done a lot about this. You schedule it in between a major and what feels like a major, the MVP Open. And then, and then to top it all off, you put what? it into the playoffs. What? what did they do? They put it in the middle of the playoffs. <laughs> so then you're telling, playoff. us, you're telling us we're cutting the field, we're being brutal. We're Dang telling people it. like, this is where you can't make it if you're here. And then you're just open season for the entire field, whoever wants to show up to get points the week before the MVP Open. It makes no sense. It's like the Pro Tour has one side that's sitting there and they're like hey this is how we're going to do the schedule it's going to be super serious y'all deal with silver events over there you figure out your schedule we're focusing on a serious super serious schedule and then they're like all right we have this schedule there's other teams doing the silver events perfect let's just merge them okay yeah who gives a rip where the silver events it was are? an emergency who gives a rip the silver events if you want to do it this way because i get this is the only time we're near canada you want to have an event in canada great fine it's the only time we're near rochester you want to have an event in rochester great fine once the playoffs start, the season's over. We're in playoffs. Yeah. Season's over. We don't have regular season games in the playoffs. You can't call the playoffs and have regular season games. That doesn't make sense. It is silly. Playoffs. So therefore, if you want to have silver events, if you want to do that, the regular season's over. The silver event would have to be a wraparound event for the next year. Wrap it. Still lets people earn points, but it has no implications on what people, have, the body of work players have put in this season just to get jumped by Juliana Corver deciding to be one of seven people that drove to Canada. That doesn't make any freaking sense. Here's uh, my. I'm off my. Yeah, go box. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Con. So go, here's something that I propose. Um, I have a proposal. So I think as well. it's very obvious. We'll present from what Isaac Robinson said. All right, uh, is is that if he had gone to the Rochester tournament, he would not have won worlds. 
According to him, yeah. Very obvious. Allegedly. So therefore, I would like to know how many world's casualties were taken. World mm-hmm. champion casualties were taken mm-hmm. at Rochester. Dang. Who played Rochester and Worlds? I would like to Ezra know. Robinson. A lot of people. Ezra, Isaac's brother could have been in the playoff with him. Ezra That's a good Robinson point, is my world champion. People, a decent amount of people. He could have won Worlds. Matty O. Did Alden go to Rochester? I don't know. He may have, and he actually had like a. Top and Matteo could have would have won worlds. Matteo would have won worlds if he didn't. We would be saying right tournament. now, Matthew O, world champion. Yes, like oh Matthew, yeah, you won a world oh, title. Oh, oh, oh Matthew. Here's my here's my thing is <laughs> I, I think the pro tour appears it. to be allergic to off weeks. Oh, um, especially when they get the tour rare cornered. condition. They get the tour <laughs> cornered up there in the northeast, way up yonder, and they're like, we can't just leave them up there with nothing to do. Let's at least have this silver event. Or maybe there was just nowhere else on the calendar. Here's what I propose. If okay. you are going to have to throw in this event there because you're like, you know what? We want Canada wants to do this event. Discmania wants the event. This is the only place we can put it. Make it a match play or some kind of exhibition like that. Heck, even make it a doubles tournament. Heck. Get a little bit of cash out there. Incentivize the players to go out there say, and I can have hear the fun. comments already rebuttaling this saying no one would go. Look at the field yeah. of what just showed Nobody up in the went, silver event. No one went anyways. <laughs> right. So Keep like going. so like make it don't offer pro tour points, because I think that was the major flaw of this. Just get some heck mm-hmm. of cash. Just like make it a little bit of a fun spectacle. Give them something to do with their time, a chance to go earn some money. Like I think that's a part of this. We want the tour to be able to earn some money while they're out up there in the Northeast. So do it that way. It was very silly. I'm always a proponent of like, well, you beat who's in front of you. Field strength, you know, is important, but you know, a lot of times there's at least a few people to beat. Seven people in the FPO division, only forty in the MPO. It was tough. It was a tough one. And you know what? Hey, that's that. Well, the other thing I wanted to bring <laughs> up is um I think they found the trophies in the discard <laughs> oh, of a local pottery no, store. Dude. Oh man. Jerseys was a cool Listen, touch. We're gonna I'll have give to, you that. Well, here, so it's a silver event. For starters, before you go off, it is a silver no, event. No, for starters, so I don't care nearly as much. It wasn't it even a real tournament. For silver. starters, the hockey jersey thing is fun, right? But like and they did like the captain C because it's like kind of like you can argue it's like champion. And yeah. that's fun. The C, the C was like peeling off mm, of Ella's I jersey. Oh, I no. saw that in the picture and I was like, come on. Like we can't <laughs> even get the C on there. And then, and like, I'm, I think the jersey, that is fun. It's an event in Canada. Maybe that's a little pandering. Like, all right. But you know, it was probably their idea. So yeah. as long as America would give them a ideas. hamburger. So if the Americans sense. went to Canada and handed out a hockey jersey, that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> but if it was the Canadians' idea, fine. I love hockey. That's sick. I would like that. That is like a yeah. Part nothing of it. wrong with that. But then I would have been less mad if that was the only trophy, because like at least it would have been like okay, that's fun, I guess. And then they're holding that what appears to be a candlestick <laughs> made out of pottery or something. I mean, it was like. I was just like cracking up laughing looking at this picture because I was like, what have they done? Like, you know Brody's over there licking his chops. Like, he's just he's like, ready to see what the next trophy is. Come on, well, guys. Is, at least it was a silver. Did Brody tweet anything about it? Oh, yeah. He's just okay, getting stirred okay. up, dude. He's getting ready. <laughs> and then somebody like responded to his tweet and was like, posted a picture of like an uh, a car air filter or something it was like don't you know the history behind these trophies like oh it was so funny the trophy thing is like i mean there is i don't know what grippy award is going to be centered around that yet but there is there might be multiple trophy well, themes but that but awards. that grippy will look different than the rest of them oh i guarantee you the grippy <laughs> you we give we out for do. worst trophy is going to be 
hilarious. You know what we should do going forward? Because like no, the Grippies. It would be funny if we give out the Grippy for worst trophy and it's the grandest one. It's like no. a giant here's, cup. Here's, here's my <laughs> proposal. So the Grippies, like we put time, we put energy and effort in making them look kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They they're, 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 nice. very, they're beautiful. They're nice. Yeah. They're very heavy. They were nice trophies. Simon Lazat's got one using his paperweight right now. Do you want me to grab you yours so you no, can show it off? it's okay. Because okay. what if we just... No, you should. You should. Grab it. Grab what it. What if we instead, this year, just made them all a replica of the worst trophy on the tour? Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, dude. We can't, dude. We can't. We can't level ourselves to that feel. It'd be kind of funny, though. If like that was the punishment of the worst trophy, is it just is like pride in our grip? Look at that. Yeah, here beautiful, she is. A beautiful the Grippy Award. This chiseled, is for my um chiseled pyramid. It's for my best shot, my tilt ace. And we gave out one of those for every single Grippy. Yeah, I like, I I would I would bet we had like thirty eight, of them. I would bet good money that we spent more on fake podcast awards. Whoa! <laughs> I said it. Fake podcast awards than. Like half of the tour spent on their individual trophies. I mean, how many did we send out? I think it was like twenty. Some. A yeah, bunch. That's crazy. They it cost us a pretty It was penny. not they're cheap. Nice, they're nice trophy. That uh, what I just handed Hunter. It's not. Just, it, it weighs like it weighs like twenty yeah. pounds. It's do, heavy. Do like, dude. Hit the top. Let them hear how hard it is. Hit the no, top. What? No, like, like hit on the table. table. I'm not going on the table. It's oh. solid. It's, it's like, chiseled, man. What is it? It's table. like it's like marble or something, like granite. That's nice. It, you could kill with that thing. Like you could kill. Of, with it's this. like some kind of granite. Uh, anyways, Grippy's coming this off season. So, I hope so I make, sure another. To, make sure to Gri- tune in. Griplocked is better than everything else. Really, that's what we're trying yeah. to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just want you guys know you're listening. So. But it was a silver event. So again, I don't expect the trophy to be some grand. Somebody, somebody on the mailbag. Here's my opinion. An amazing idea for Worlds next year if their trophy isn't good enough. My opinion is, um, (laughs) my opinion is, disc golf trophies. We're we're kind of in this like lost space right now because I think disc golfers, like the people running the event. They don't want to just go order a trophy online. They should. They don't want to just do that. They, they don't want just your traditional trophy. They, they want it to be fun and quirky. The problem is... That is fun. To get to fun... And quirky. And, and like unique trophy and to do it tastefully and well does require money because you're going to have to get a trophy like custom designed mm-hmm. or custom mounted at least something because we can't be handing out steering wheels. So we've got to get like custom design mounted. It does cost money. So I think while we're in this in-between stage, maybe let's just go with big checks. Maybe we should just get the trophy because the whole problem with it is it's such a minor part of the tournament. The whole tournament can be ran perfectly, beautifully, but it's all, all of that. All the pictures, and then you get to the final, and a lot of times it feels like the trophy was just the the last thing thought of. Yeah, and then that's what all the pictures are, and the trophy, get, the tournament gets remembered for that. So some of these, like World's trophy, was kind of embarrassing, but the, he had thirty thousand dollars. It it's a, not really that embarrassing a, to hold up. It's, it's, it's a world championship, but, uh, and it was yeah. as big as my prime bottle. Right, it definitely right. did a lot. It definitely hurt a little bit when I Googled, like, I was trying to find the exact world's trophy, like, to go- order it, and you can find ones that are almost identical, and it was only, like, 100 bucks. It's the biggest title and in I was our like, sport. If we, gave out, yeah, if we have, right, like, a $100,000 right. purse, and we're only spending 100 bucks on the trophy, that's where it's But that's what like, I'm saying is... Just hand them a big check. It's thirty thousand dollars. That would look better image wise. That's what I'm saying. You see the payout. You're like, wow. Someone just cares about. Someone just won thirty grand. You know, and then you give them that little memento to go home on their debt. Like that's fine. Whatever. Just just don't have that for the picture. It didn't always used to. It it wasn't always like this. It's been more so recently. Because think about it. Whenever you go over to Paul's house, 
He's got he has some cool trophies. Yeah, oh, and, they, and they look like trophies. Well, but imagine but if he was winning now. Those, those are only the ones that he wanted to keep, though. Yeah. A lot right. of them he right. thought were and hideous a lot of and his, was shot with a twenty-two a in his, his backyard. Nice <laughs> a lot of his nice ones are uh, his player of the years, and those are like those that. Are like this. Yeah, yeah, but you're like right. this you're tall. Right. You're right. They're massive versions yeah. of that. So the play, the PDJ does know how to do a trophy. Yeah, their player of the year trophies are nice. Yeah. Well, it's not the PDJ's fault. Well, well worlds is roundabout way. Yeah. Anyways, no more trophies. You're going to hear enough about it on debate yeah. night. On, or, or, on, well, probably that and on tour life. More, sure. Mainly on tour life. I'm sure Brody will go off. Tour, trophy life. Trophy life is what they should call it. That's funny. <laughs> um, Eagle beating <laughs> Isaac in a playoff. Ratings locked. Yeah. <laughs> Eagle beating Isaac in a playoff can't really be overlooked. It was a six-hole playoff. They did pick interesting playoff holes, but not really important. Um, Eagle was able to take down Isaac. What Isaac was doing up there, who knows? You know, he must have just not wanted to go home this week. He's having the time of his life. Might as well, dude. A little extra money. I look at it. Yeah, I say I look at him a little bit different now, knowing he's just got 30 G's chilling in the bank account. Like, okay, Isaac, I see you out there. Well, he's also yeah. a world champ, so he's going to be signing a big contract. I see. Yeah, I was thinking about that yesterday. I was like, also, the I was archive like, is a pretty popular mid. Yeah, I was like, what he's an awesome a, feeling that is. A money, money off that, that. Like, he is going to sign the bag. And he just won. He's won so much money this year. Like, good for Isaac, man. Love. I love. I love seeing. You know what I like about Isaac? He's a very normal looking guy. He's a very normal. He's guy. not one of he's our got a like, normal game. He's too. not he's one just, of. He just throws a disc. Exactly. He's one of us. He's exactly. He's not well, one, no. one of us. Oh, I don't well, know about. I don't that, know <laughs> well, I mean, him and I look the same. He's just way better at everything. <laughs> he uh, like he's not like one of these typical young disc golfers who's like crazy tall yeah, with no like with nothing band. on their bones and can just like sling the disc crazy far he's not one of our like shorter stout guys like drew gibson or i would even put paul there part paul's shorter and stout and like it like who can like really I don't put think either some, of them are gonna like that you called him stout yeah well no stout doesn't mean stout that means like built yeah well yeah it's just like like I'm just saying, like I he's not. Like, I wouldn't like being called. Stout. He's not like one of these like Popeye disc golfers. Like he's like, like a really normal. Path. He's like Somewhat a really fat normal or guy. Heavy build, is stout. Mm. Tough. I take or, that or back. Secondary one is strong and thick. Oh, see, but I take no, no, no. I take it back. Still, thick still. Doesn't. I take it back. Uh, yeah, stout just kind of means like. I take it back. Mostly, like offensive Paul Macbeth is not stout. I will say Paul Macbeth is not stout. No. He is. You're um, leaning into Drew. Well, I did not say that. That a is not true. Well, you just took my mouth. Back a lot of times when they you're describe right, like a quarterback, right. a lot of times in football, if they're describing a quarterback and he may only be like six foot tall or 5'11", so he's not super tall, they will describe him as stout as a compliment of saying like he's not just a little toothpick. Oh, but that's in football. That's what that well, was saying, but like okay, just be clear. Sense. Just be clear to everyone that I just called stout. I know you didn't intend it. I was stout was supposed to mean like like. Athletic, built, yeah. Like you're built, as in Muscular. you're not you're not super thin, but like as in like scrawny, you're like well built, is what I mean by that. Yeah, I would say that I'm I wouldn't consider myself stout. It sounds like I would be stout. I would consider myself like a little tubby, but like Drew, but Drew Gibson and Paul, I would consider stout not true. Stout is the wrong word. I'm gonna stop talking now. Okay. I was just I just I saw it coming from a mile away. I, I just that's man. not my whole purpose. Is to say I understood what you Isaac saying. Robinson. Normal guy. Yes. Love, dude. I, a lot of landed. people. A lot of people like point get, landed. A lot of people get like, I don't know. A lot of people. I feel like don't like it when people get disc golf rich. They look at him a different way. I love it, man. I love it when oh, I when I loves it. when Trev I see it. a disc golfer well, get a huge contract and make a ton of money off this sport. I think I the love it. I, think I think the culture's it. changed because it used to be it. there used to be like this hush hush nature around people who uh, make money in disc golf. I just I love I love seeing their lives change, man. It's awesome to watch. That's a good side of disc. It is awesome watching a guy play this frisbee sport that they're passionate about and become a millionaire that rocks 
Yeah. yeah. Good for Isaac. He's good, I, good for Isaac Robinson. Is how quickly it can happen. Well, also, like, good for one the, season, well, all going to sign a million dollar year contract. That would surprise me. I think eventually he'll become. Well, think about Gannon. It was like one season, all of a sudden, this kid's got a lot of money. You know? Yeah. Like, that's exciting. Changes your life. Yeah. And huge props to the Pro Tour for that as well. Because yeah, obviously, yeah. a lot of it comes from manufacturer, but. Dirty you G's, got, baby. You got players out, which that's the PDJ, but you got players out Official here. Tour of the Pro Tour. Official yeah. something of the Pro Tour. Well, the Tour <laughs> Championship something. probably will push 35 to 40 this year. It did 35 last year, so, so it's better it might be get, more. Get, I hope 50. it hits 50. I hope it hits 50. Um, so shout out to the Pro Tour, though, because you have players making six figures off of earnings alone. Yeah. yeah. Like multiple players making six it figures is, off of earnings alone. That's is, crazy. One of my favorite things to do is go just go to the PDGA and search a player who is... Just like a top 15 player. Let's like, just do it right now. Like if you search, the one that was really cool for me was when I searched, uh, if you search Matty Ev, though, he's a good example because he's a guy. He's just out there playing every week, not winning. But finishing well, and but yeah. not winning. And get, I, I, he's made a ton 42, of 42,000 this 42 year. 42 grand in earnings just from just from his winnings. And that doesn't just include bonuses yeah. that he's probably been getting for being on lead cards and getting top uh, threes, you know, podiums. Yeah. So, you know, Matty O, for all intents and purposes, with all his bonuses, might make, you know, 60 grand. Well, let's just, let's look, paint, let's paint it this way. Matty and he's going to make the tour championship, so he's going to make more money there, yeah. too. Matty O has been a PDGA member playing since 1999. This is year 24 for him. About 13, 12, 13% of his total career earnings have come in this season. Yeah. That's how another much one, it's improved. Another wow. one that's crazy is if you look up some of the FPO players, like if you look up Missy Gannon, now she just won, so hers went up a ton, but her earnings are insane because the FBO field, if you're consistently at the top, forty nine thousand this yeah, year. Forty nine. Wow. Really, really good. Now ten of that she made more at Worlds than she did winning Ledgestone. Coming second at Worlds paid her ten, Ledgestone paid her seven. Has that Worlds gone in yet? Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Anyways, that's enough Discmania open and player talk. Let's get into some Trevor's trivia. Okay. Trivia with Trevor. Others try, but Trevor does it better. Yeah, Travis does do it, do it better. Um, we're Trevor gonna, with the CH, of course. Yes, we're Trevor. Play, we're going to play a game today. Say Trevor without its like CH. Trevor. 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 Um, hey, Trevor. Go ahead, Trevor. We're going to play a game kind of... Uh, Trevor Young. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Kind of price, or price is righty. Okay. Rest in peace, Bob Barker. I saw he passed away. Oh. People were saying like... Um, it was, uh, you know, it was, I don't know what the word, poetic that he died at 99 because he never went over a dollar. Wow. Love that. I thought That's that was funny. great. Bob Barker was pretty awesome. Um, so we're going to, I have the list of PJ approved discs. And the way okay. this game is going to work is one of you is going to name any disc you would like. So let's say Connor, let's just say Connor names. Let me just go back the page a little bit to get the. There's been so many disapproved uh, recently. Let's say Connor names the FD1, which is like the new one that Dismania just approved. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then without, I'm not going to tell Hunter the date that that was approved, but Hunter's goal is to name a disc as close to the approved date as possible oh, okay. without getting ahead of it in time. So, for instance, the FD1... Without getting ahead of it. So, you want to so get... So, the FD1 was November 28th, 2022. Your goal is to go as close as you can without getting to November 29th, 2022. Okay. If you go over, wow, you earn no points. 
Oh my goodness. Um, it, and you're trying to get as close as possible. So I, the way I'll do the scoring is if you get within, we'll go, we're going to go by the month. We're going to round to the nearest month. Dang, that's going to be tough. Um, so if you get within a, a um, if you get within six months, we'll make that the tightest window. If you get within six months, you get 10 points. If you get within a year, okay. you that's get what five points. <laughs> and if you get within two years, you get three points. Okay. And okay. then we'll say if you get within, what did I say? That was two years? Yeah. Yeah, we'll make it, that, that's, as, that's as good as it goes. And uh, if you we'll, go over... We'll say if you zero. we'll say zero if points. you go okay. within if you get within three years you get one point. Okay, okay, and then over is just zero. over is nothing. This is a fun game. I like this game. Um, I don't know how good I'll be at it, but I'm excited about it. Okay, so Connor, you can serve. <laughs> All right, I'll serve, and we'll go. Whoop. We'll go. Each of you, each Whoop. of you will name three. Are we going against each other? Yes. Mm-hmm. So Connor's yeah. trying to stump me. I'm gonna stump <laughs> him. I'm gonna not be. Uh, you guys like? Did you guys like my Wii? Uh, my Wii tennis. Sound. I did. Whoop. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, I was trying to make tennis noise like the other night when we were watching tennis. We were watching the U.S. Open and yeah. completely unrelated. And I was just laying there and I started going. <laughs> I can't do it now. I did it. It was pretty good the other day. That's I can't impressive. Do it now. Too much pressure. Yeah, I'm not I sure like it though. Yeah, I can't really do it. That was close. That was better. That actually sounded like a rocket. A rocket. That actually is pretty good. It's like the <laughs> reverb too. That was pretty good. That, was pretty that, that is, is pretty, pretty good. good. Wow, I'm I was impressed. Liz was like banter, asleep. Hey, save for the banter. For Liz the banter. was asleep and she woke up and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Did the tennis match bother you?" And she's like, "No, but you did." I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was doing <laughs> <laughs> she didn't find it funny. I laughed. <laughs> All right, I, I'm I, gonna I go funny, with. Should have married me. <laughs> go ahead. I'm gonna go with the Innova Viking. I think that's sneaky old. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty old. I think it's. I feel like it's older than I would think. So I'm going to go with. You think it's older remember, than you, you would think? I don't know. I don't know if I explained this. I don't okay. think I. I think I forgot to explain this part. Okay. You're not just naming a date. Yeah. No. I'm picking a You're mold. You're picking yeah. a mold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. I feel as though that disc was approved close to the time of the Dynamic Discs Judge. Oh. I think 2012. Okay. All right. I think the judge is 2012. So uh, the Viking um, is in. They do have it in like the CE-ish plastic, but I don't know. But if it was ever in mm-hmm. CE, so you were right. The judge is 2012. The I knew Viking that. Viking was wow. 2003. So it was really old. Okay, I was, I was way off. Zero. Points. I was right that it was way. I really was right. It was really old. I just didn't know yeah. how old really old was. It's hard. I, I how, didn't discover it until like 2018. Also, you're gonna want to name Saying a month whenever you do this because remember my, that counts. Wait, does that name? No, I don't name the month. I just name a disc. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it picks the month. Yeah. Um, come on, man. saying something's old in disc golf is hard because it could. Yeah, be you don't like know how old. Twenty thirteen is pretty old, or it could be. Right. The There's like two stages of old. Yeah, yeah. The Vikings yeah. a phenomenal disc. Very underrated. It is a good All disc. Right, Hunter, yeah. Your turn. You serve. I'm scared. Well, okay. The Discmania just... TD two. TD two. Is a TD two a disc? I don't think or just so. Just a TD. It is. The TD2 is it TD two a disc? Yes, it is. It was called The Fever. Yeah. Wow, I know. Okay. I'm going to go. I think it was before the CD2, I want to say. Was it before the DDX? I'm going to say. Yeah, it is kind of risky going with Dismania because they released a lot of molds at the same time. 
I've, yeah, I, I feel. I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like I'd rather go with a Dismania mold because I don't have any idea in the world of discs, only in Dismania discs. TD two. I'm gonna go with the. Okay, I I think the PD two will at least be before it. No, the PD. I'm gonna go with the PD two. Okay, so because I think if anything, the PD two will have come out before it. So the TD two came out in September of 2012. Oh, the PD two came out in no. December of 2010. Okay, so that all right. Is within that, two years, so that's points. That is three points. Okay. I might have the wrong mold. I know a lot about Dismania. I've never heard of the TD2. So I One guess of either, it must have been the TD. Yeah. Either the TD or the TD2. I went TD2. I must have been wrong. Was one of their first molds. Oh, okay. So that's what I was trying to catch you up on because it sneaks mm. in there where you're like. You would have got So I was thinking you would have had something. to have said like FD that's, to line up with it. Okay. That's right. what I was trying to but say. But it must have been the TD. I was trying to go with another Dismania mold because I knew. I with an yeah does it does because I just remember I could be wrong but for some reason in my memory I like one of their first molds that they came out with was was a TD yeah and it just like never caught on mm-hmm. until like you think of Discmania with like the FD and stuff like that as like their OG molds and it was like yeah TD was in there all right but it must have been the TD not TD two or I might be speak completely wrong three gotcha. nothing Connor you serve two nothing three nothing what was his other point the, that's a three point it's uh, that was a two point for two years no it's one point. For three, it goes five, three, one. Unless I did it wrong. You head. said there was nothing for past two years. He no, changed. Then I it. added it. I said it'd oh. be one point for three years. Um. All right, so I'm gonna give you. you <laughs> I'm gonna give you the legacy enemy. Going legacy. That's a good call. I have no idea how old this disc is. Not a single idea. So I'm just hoping you don't either. <laughs> it has to be in the modern era because Rico's with Innova for so long. Um, I'm going to say it probably came out around the same time Prodigy was starting. I like that. Um, okay. But what was Prodigy's flagship original molds? I'm going to go PA3. I'm going to okay. ride with that. PA3. So the... Enemy came out in August of 2015. Okay. So you should be pretty close. No. Yeah. Within a couple years, I mean. I think it's going to be close enough to get points. Oh, it is. The PA3, March of 2014. Wow. So really close. Oh, okay. So that is not within a year. Um, so that's in the two-year mark? But that is in the two-year mark. Nice. Right. Close yeah. to a year. Three to three. Three to three. A few months off. All right. All right, Hunter. Serve me, Daddy. Hunter, your second suggestion to Connor. Connor will have one more suggestion to you. The eagle. Okay, the eagle. Might have to specify. There's going to be multiple eagles. The there is multiple eagles. Original eagle. The original eagle. Like the like. What do you mean by you have to specify? Because they came out. There's been multiple eagles. Okay, so the original eagle. The, he's talking about the original one the oldest one that's an interesting strategy <laughs> it could pay off or it could be it could okay be so i know it was freaking old like before there was premium plastic um 
was just a disc that came out before that. The Marauder? I don't know when that came out. I don't even know what the Marauder is. It's a, it's <laughs> a Discraft disc. Um, okay. Dang. I'm an idiot. Uh, okay. Just think. Connor. Could have easily What's been Legacy. So The Giz- <laughs> Gazelle. Like the Maybe the Gazelle. No, it's not the Gazelle. Well, no, but they kept on me. Uh. <laughs> the AVR. So the Eagle was April of 1983. When the AVR come out, I don't remember. The AVR was January of 1984. Yes. Dang. The Eagle was like, That's I think the only bust. one you could have beat it with bust. was the Arrow. The arrow. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, my strategy was basically think of a disc that came out before it. That's why I was. Well, eventually you'd have no, to I was just thinking like, there's only going to be like one answer, if any. Well, there's there's a there's a good few, but there would be. But your your list was so narrowed. Yeah, you'd have to name some really. When you weird get to like ones. 2015 age discs, All then right. you can name a bunch. Connor, this is your last serve to hunt. I don't know if I can come up with one that good though. I'm down by. No, it's tied nope. up at three. It's tied. Oh, we're tied. You guys both got one within two years. Um, I'll go with the. I'm just going to give you something that I don't think you know when it came out. Oh, That's you're wrong, sir. <laughs> I'm going to go with the um Yeah, that's what I'm going for. I'm going for one that okay. I don't think you know when it came out. Yeah. I'm going with the um Gateway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I'm going with the Storm Discs okay. Radar. So the radar came out in <laughs> July of 2017. Um, That's a very confident guess. You could have me fooled. So I'm gonna say the strike from Innova. Okay. So the radar came out in Get September out of, of 2019. Get out of there! Get out of there! The strike's 2017. I'll be within two years. November 14th of 2016. 2016. So three years. So, so I get that is point. within three years. So but you, you do take the lead. You do win. Four well, no, no, this is it. This is it. You want to tie? This is close. This is good. <laughs> this is a really fun game. If I guess and nail the first ever PDG approved disc, he loses. Yes. I'm not going to do that because that kind of cat. <laughs> do you know what it, it is? I would I would guess the arrow, but I'm not going to do it. Well, that's not true. I don't know what the first the, one is. There's like no, a bunch of Waymo, Waymo discs. discs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those like those are PDGA approved? Well, there's a pretty know. big list of... I don't know um, well, like, I don't know the approval date. The PDGA didn't exist until... Yeah. Let me find it How about you, you just don't do that? I'm you. not going to because <laughs> yeah. I feel like that ruins the game. There's a pretty big list of stuff. Because it should have all been approved because the Rochester Flying Disc Open predated the PDGA. Yeah, there was stuff... There was a lot of discs approved in, like, the 60s and the 70s and then even... How? Some other... There's a lot of... In the 60s? Mm-hmm. The PDJ didn't exist in the. 60s. Was it approved in that date, or did they uh, approve the, it the for the date that it was date, made? The approved date, the the very first disc, the approved date was 1964. That well, doesn't. I'm gonna just. Say I PDJ wonder if PDJ did not start, exist in 1964. I wonder if they so just they like approved the they disc. They it. They approved the disc, but then they said when it was made. Probably well, maybe that was you're it. probably right. Because the PDJ 1976. Yeah. So they were approving stuff 12 years before they were founded. Yeah, so yeah, that that was balls in your court, PDGA. They approved it. Approved it based on. Innova was quite a bit down the line with their first approved disc compared to a lot of other companies. Yeah. All right, so we're going with what um, was the first approved disc then? I'm not going to say. Well, I'm not going to guess it. The very first approved disc, oh. according to them, 
was there's a whole list of molds, but they were basically whammo like certain frisbee molds okay like, sense. Like, yeah, so what we and, thought and then there was like the whammo fastback the whammo master and these were like in the 60s um i'm going little history for you guys with a little hist mm. <laughs> <laughs> whoops come on big hunt hit me with it this is very exciting bugs bunny oh the bugs bunny such a good disc <laughs> what's up doc <laughs> and what's up, Doc? That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Come on. I'm going to go. Between your tennis and your bugs, we might have a little bit of And of a wolf. Okay. Oh, I love okay. that pick. I love I that, love too. That I'm going with the... Hit him with it. Mm. Oh, is the King Cobra too old? The King Cobra? Yeah. I'm going King Cobra. It's got to be too King new, Cobra. right? That's got to be wildly too new. Ah, the Wolf came buggered. out in 1999. Ooh, if you would have gone normal Cobra, you might have been close. But Ooh. the King Cobra is like I think yeah, the King like, Cobra is like 2009 or 10. Yeah, yeah. pretty new. Uh, King Cobra did not pull up any results. Let me search. Oh, Dagum, dude, doesn't exist. I win. You lose. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me just search Cobra and see what pops up. Do they not? Do they not? PJ approved as a king cobra? <laughs> Maybe not. So the normal cobra was 1988, which also wouldn't have got you any points. The cobra classic was 94, also wouldn't have got you any points. King cobra does not. If you search cobra, now that's not true. Did they spell king cobra with a K? Did they go? Did they do it for the alliteration? No, it's right no. here. King cobra, like how you normally would spell it. Not PJ approved, apparently. What? <laughs> what mold is this, then? Date yeah. of approval was 88. It's just the Cobra mold. They just made it in champ? We're all so silly. That can't be true. Well, it doesn't matter. It won't award Connor points anyways. It was too far away. The yeah. King Cobra. No, no, no. The King Cobra is a Cobra with more bite. They just never got it approved. <laughs> I think they're watching us. <laughs> There's a camera there. There's a camera there. Do we need to file an co- official complaint? Yeah. Can we get tournaments overturned because people were using it? Holy crap. Because this guy's approval was... Who's that at the door? It looks like Dave Dunapace. <laughs> the King Cobra... It says the He's going to snake strike me. <laughs> was January 1st of 88. But I, that's just the Cobra mold. I think we just found something that's bigger than all of us. Yeah. I think that... I need to go get footage. my family and lead the country. We're going to have to delete this footage. We're going to have to delete this footage. I think that we should... We all have to put King Cobras in our bags now. We There's one in the... One just came into the U section. <sighs> no. It, We're going to compare it to the Cobra mold. They're sending us a message. Oh, my God. I just got an actual King Cobra shipped to me in a box. <laughs> oh, no, dude. You're going to get paid. <laughs> yeah, that's fascinating. All right. Speaking of molds, new Somebody molds. in the comments. Speaking please. of molds. Yeah, help us we out. We got black comments. mold in here. Uh, <laughs> speaking of molds, we got a new mold that just came out, part of the Simon line. Um, well, it hasn't really come out yet. It's been pre-ordered, but nobody's gonna actually have their hands on it because well, everybody only gets ten. This is the thing. So MVP <laughs> is doing something that other manufacturers have never really done before, mm. and I just want to get thoughts on it. So yeah. basically, this first run, MVP went super limited first run with dealers. So they normally MVP the first runs. It, for my um, remembrance, they sell themselves on their, like their pro shop. And then the like actual first run stock stuff comes to dealers. This time, they said, "Hey, we're gonna sell them to dealers. All dealers, no matter what tier you're on, mm-hmm. period, get ten each. Yeah, max. I don't even think super limited is the right word. I think it's like well, you just won't get one. Well, no, because super limited, like there's a lot of dealers. 
Yeah. So had they put it on their side, it's probably the same amount as their for their protos they normally make. It's just they spread them out. I mean, if there's 500 dealers in their network, that's 5,000 discs. That's probably a normal release. Yeah, it's a weird one. But anyways, 10 each. And then this is the kicker here. MSRP and also MAP, I believe. So the minimum and the mat and the suggested is $40 um, for these. So dealers are getting 10 each. Most dealers are going to want 10 each. And they're selling them for $40. Stock runs are going to come soon with the normal like Conrad line pricing. So a little bit more than just stock MVP. That makes sense. Normal pricing. Yeah. Those are going to be like not unlimited, but like just stock discs. Uh So like if they sell out of the first, we're going to make more. Yeah. So normal stock time lapses are coming. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on this model for the initial release of Simon's disc? Well, I think it's dumb. I think that it is a little unfair to the consumer. I, I think the only... When I first heard about this, I thought that they were going to just sprinkle it to the retailers and then just have it direct to consumer. And that was just evil because it would just be like all the retailers would market it for you, but they'd make almost no money off of it. And then you would just bring them all in, reel them all in. And they could have done that. So at least they didn't do that. So that leads me to believe that they're basically just doing this to generate hype for the big run, right? But my thing is the scale of it is so small that it just feels a little silly to me. It feels a little, I just don't really get it because like if you're a retailer of, of foundation size, for example, there's literally no point of even no. putting it on the website. We're, we're not you just make people mad. We're going to just put them in Black Friday the, mystery boxes. The, yeah, like a lo- the larger retailers, like there's just, it's almost pointless. Because we can't push that we have them. Right. Because we'll drive hundreds of people exactly. to the site for 10 discs. So I don't quite understand because if I'm MVP, and this is what a lot of companies do, you know you can make money off the proto and then the first run, and then the first stock run. You can get three runs out that people will all care about individually. This line of discs has so much hype behind it with Simon. I mean, these things are going to be crazy sellers. So I don't understand because like, if I were them, I would run a big proto line. Would have sold. Then I would run a big first run line. It would have sold again. Like that, it's that simple. Here's my and forty dollars. Like, come on now. If you're gonna run this tiny run, and then you're gonna price gouge too. Here's what, what I are think. What we doing? Because um, I think the retailers have voiced. Um, I've never been displeased with how MVPs ran stuff um, in the past. Their quality's always been great to retailers. Like, and, you know, they they take a little bit of time to get turned around, but I think that's the Simon effect where. They had more demand than they expected. I just want to know. That's my only qualm I've ever had with MVP. But I've heard other retailers complaining about like knocking their hands on these limited things. My thing with limited discs is as long as it's either all or none when it comes to retailers, then I don't have a problem. Yeah. Like if no retailers get it and you run it yourself or you give it to all retailers, it's the all or none. I'm okay with that. Sure. I don't care if MVP it's drops a disc. Nothing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We I don't care. Day. That's actually what that means. Exactly. That yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Like Discmania does it some. Discraft's done it. Where I don't care if a manufacturer releases a disc to the public and yeah. retailers, we can't get our hands on it as long as no retailers do. Yeah. I'm chill with that. Um, but I don't think everyone else was because I think they see discs being dropped and they're like, I wish we could have our hands on that. It would sell for us. So I think they voiced their opinion. And in my head, what this seems like to me is MVP probably typically makes X, Y, or Z amount to keep the first run collectible. The stock proto run collectible, we only make X amount, 5,000, 10,000. I don't know how many dealers there are. We make this much, and they normally just sell them on their site, Mm -hmm. sell them out, 
at 20 bucks, boom, done. If you're MVP, what they basically just did is every retailer is going to buy 10 of them. They're going to sell out and they're still selling them at 20 bucks. So now they just decreased their back end fulfillment time drastically because no one's picking colors. No one's picking weights. We're just putting 10 in a box each, taping it up, slapping a label on it, shipping it to every, every retailer. Every retailer is going to want one and you got to have them. So you're going to pay the 20 bucks, the same as a consumer would have paid. And then consumers want to get their hands on them. And it's going to be hard to get your hands on because each retailer is only going to have 10. So you're willing to pay the 40 bucks. So retailers still make margin, right? And at the end of the day, could have been everyone's happy. So I think that's probably their models. They're like, they know this is a guaranteed way to move them all. Retailers are happy because they get their hands on them. Consumers can still get them. And then right. everyone's desire that didn't get one is going to be satisfied the with the first run. The equation is, A, I think the consumers, maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I think the consumers are still going to lose on this one because they're going to have to basically play the Google game and try and find a place that has them. And B, their biggest customers, their biggest retailers who buy the most of their plastic are not happy. Yeah. So I think it's a double lose. I don't think it played out well, but I think that was probably the intentions behind yeah, it. Yeah, no, what you said makes sense, but I think I just think it's silly. Um, because they MVP still makes their money, still makes their margin. They actually probably made more profit per disc because less fulfillment time. Um, yeah. you, and then retailers who were being loud and complaining, you can now use this as evidence of like, hey, we did let you in on an exclusive run. Y'all weren't happy. We're not going to do it again. Here's what I will tell mm-hmm. you. I think it... Here's what I'll tell you out there. If you are, if you're in the disc golf buying game, try and get your hands on one of these because, and flip it immediately. Because I just have a feeling that the instant market for them, long term, we don't know how many are out there. Yeah. But the instant flip market, I bet if you buy it at forty, you'll sell it for over a hundred. Well, what? Yeah, because what you have is. Because people will be frustrated after the initial drop. They checked all their favorite sites, didn't see it. They'll go to eBay next before they start looking for some mom and pop mm, shop. Yeah. So I would, I would get you one of those and the, flip it stat. I think the people who are really going to get screwed out from this um, is the really small disc golf shops who have a hard time. Luckily, it's only ten, so surely they can find ten and you can sell them on eBay yourself. Oh, actually, I don't know if that's true. Don't listen to me there because I've never done that. And I feel like that might actually be against. I could see that being against a policy. So I've seen their companies mind. don't actually do run that. stuff off of eBay. Yeah, but I don't know if they should. I'm gonna be interested to see if, okay. if companies like upsell them. But um, that could be there's there could be some people who two hundred dollars for ten discs is a lot. Which I actually I probably should have double checked to see if that price was public. I know the forty dollars is anyways doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but I think there could be some people that get stuck with ten. But realistically, long term, you're not going to get stuck with the 10. Because once people see yeah. that you can sell them for 80, 90 bucks on eBay, then the flippers, the consumer flippers, I mean, that's just printing money. So they, then they're going to search everywhere high and wide to get their hands on one. It's going to be very interesting um, to watch. I, I, don't think it was, I don't think it was the best idea. Um, I think that people are obviously upset by it. When is drop day? Well, pre-orders are already live pretty much across the board. Because you can just pre-order whenever. So, I don't know when the actual release is. Interesting. Uh, I feel like September 20th maybe is a date that's in my head, but that could be wrong. Disc better rock, man. Um, But uh, also, if you're a content creator, get your hands on one because it's an instant views machine too. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, I think think realistically MVP should have just rolled with what they normally do and sold it direct to consumers through their site and then said like, hey, the stock run. 
or if you're going to release the protos to manufacturers or retailers then the limit should have been higher and the price should have been lower but i don't think it was an awful business move because everyone's still going to want them everyone's still going to buy the stock time lapses when they come out in a few weeks and realistically everyone should be happy because the disc should be worth more than $40 to a consumer, especially if you flip it quick. Retailers should be able to sell them very easily and MVP sold them, I'm sure, very easily because like, who was not going to buy 10 of them? I wonder if there's any up on eBay yet, any pre-order people pre-selling. That is a good question. Let's take a look. Called the time-lapse? Yeah. Time-lapse disc. Mm, Nope, there's a movie called Time-lapse. $70 $70 for a Blu-ray? Come on now. Come on now. Yeah, I'm not seeing any. Okay. What's that signed by Mr. Laps? Mr. Laps himself. Nothing? Nothing. No. Wow, okay. Nobody going... We'll do one more search. Nobody going that aggressive yet. No. Nothing okay. yet. But it'll be very interesting to see. But I wanted to bring that up because I thought it was a big talking point in the disc golf world. I've seen a lot of retailers somewhat upset. I've seen some consumers somewhat upset. And... That's where I feel like MVP was probably coming from. It'll be interesting to see what they do with the next Simon Line release, how they attack that proto drop, if they go the same route, or if they go back to their old I mean, route. But who gonna, knows? They're going to pay off his whole contract. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they will. The Simon Line is going to be very, very popular. Uh, no doubt about it. And the time lapse kind of looks like an MVP destroyer. They won't have any more payments. Flight-wise. They won't have any more monthly payments due on their Simon yeah, the <laughs> the I'm as someone who can't have destroyers in their bag, I'm very excited for the time lapse release. I think it's what I want. We'll find out though. Um, don't forget to tune into the MVP Open preview show this week. Playoffs continue. Um, one of the best tournaments of the year, the MVP Open up at Maple Hill, and we'll be back to wrap it all up next week on Monday, same time, same place. Talk to you then.